Hello, hello. <laughs> wow, I uh, I just checked right before I hit record, and it has actually been 10 days since I recorded this podcast. Uh, the last episode was February 14th, which is definitely destroying my analytics. Uh, I was on a streak of improving the listens every week. Uh, so obviously, not putting out an episode for 10 days means that last week hit a zero but that's okay we're gonna pick that right back up um you know the the freeze in texas uh got the games last week canceled or postponed i guess um definitely hope everybody out there listening is doing better now um i know things have improved i know the weather has gotten better but you know, I know that things could have been affected that are still requiring some recovery. So if if you're one of those impacted by the the weather, the the outages, what have you, uh, definitely hope things continue to improve on your side and um, that things are doing better now. With that said, uh, the Mavs did just come off a of back to back versus the Grizzlies and Celtics two wins two different stories uh the grizzlies game was we kind of won from start to finish the celtics game was more of a back and forth affair um but we pulled it out in the end so i will get into all that uh optimus bibbs is on the podcast today so uh you'll get to see him um but with that said let's take our first break and then we'll get straight into Uh, What we liked and what we didn't like. If you're a person that's interested in pop culture collectibles, Mondo has you covered. Mondo works with major artists and studios to forge beautifully designed, licensed products that navigate pop culture. It started with posters, then soundtrack LPs, and has blossomed into the ever-expanding hydra of art-forward entertainment collectibles. That's games, puzzles, apparel, and toys. If you're interested in purchasing or just browsing some Mondo merchandise, hit me up on Twitter or wherever, and I can get you a special link to check out their website. Also, Mondo is kind of paired with Alamo Drafthouse. If you're not aware of Alamo Drafthouse, Alamo Drafthouse is dinner, drinks, movies, and events all under one roof. Their attention to detail in film presentation and programming has made them a second home to movie fans all over the planet and earned accolades from the likes of Entertainment Weekly, who said that they were the number one theater in America, Wired.com, who called them the coolest movie theater in the world, and Fandango.com, who called them one of the best theaters in the country. If you're interested in purchasing Alamo Drafthouse movie tickets or gift cards, again, hit me up. I can get you a link. Uh, And if you purchase through that link, it does me a solid. Um, Alamo Drafthouse, again, is one of my favorite theaters out there. They are based out of Austin and have a ton of theaters across the state in Texas. Um, Also have locations in other places. So if you're curious if they have a location near you, again, hit me up. I can get you a link and we can figure that out. And with that said, let's get back to the game.
welcome back yet again to the Bibs Corner Podcast, episode 37 uh, of season two. Uh, we're going to talk about the Grizzlies and Celtics games and some other stuff, of course. Uh, like I told you guys, I do have Optimus Bibs on the podcast today. And uh, we're actually going to, what we're going to do, uh, you know, I added the segment, what I liked, what I didn't like. And so what I want to do is actually I'm going to have Optimus Bibs take over the what what I liked. And uh, then I'll handle the what I didn't like. Um, so first of all, let me introduce my guest, Optimus Bibs. He uh, is new to Mavs Twitter, uh, made his debut right before the Grizzlies game and said he's going to stick with us until the, the winning streak ends. So uh, Optimist, uh, please take over. Wow. Thanks, Bibs. So first of all, I have to say it's an honor to be here. I, I, I can't believe you invited me on the podcast. I, um, I've had some fun this week, guys. Everybody's been so kind. And even the people that aren't kind, I think that they, they're, they're, being, they're being fun. It's more of a laughing with you instead of laughing at you situation. So thanks to everybody for being so kind. Um, yeah, I need you to just get straight into it, buddy. Uh, this, is, this is not <laughs> why I brought you here. Okay, okay, okay. Um, yes, yeah, so anyway. Um, so yeah, what we liked. First of all, Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson has been phenomenal. I hate when people say they want to trade, trade Jalen Brunson. He is a key piece of this team and a key piece for the future. Uh, in the first game against the Grizzlies, 19.7 boards, 3 assists. Tonight, 22 points off the bench. Like, come on, where are you going to get that kind of production? Huh? Where are you going to get that kind of production? Brunson is great. I, I hope he's here for the long haul. Um, and no, don't, don't. I see you. I see you wanting to cut in. No, this is my time. All right. Anyway, Luca, of course. Why? How can you not like Luca? Tonight, 31, 10 boards, 8 assists. Almost had a 30-point triple-double. And then how can we forget two clutch threes, including the game winner with a tenth of a second left? Luka is, again, I said it on Twitter, he's the best player in the league. Nobody can stop him. Definitely deserved the all-star starter over Dame Dollar or whatever he calls himself. Luka is great. I Of course, he's on the list of things that I liked. Um... And then THJ, wow, another guy that Mavs fans love to take for granted, THJ. In game one, Luka wasn't scoring very much. Guess who stepped up? THJ. THJ had 29 points against the Grizzlies. 29. Okay, Luka had 21, I think. THJ, nobody in the NBA can step up. And do what THJ did in that game with no KP. Just came out firing and took over the game. And then finally, finally, Josh Richardson. I said it before the first game that after the break, he was going to come back firing. And he has 17 points in the first game, 16 points in the second game, a consistent, steady effort, really good defense. And, you know, he looks like a piece that we have to keep long-term. 
Go Mavs. <sighs> Thank you, Optimist Bibbs. Um, I almost don't want to follow that. Then maybe you shouldn't. I I can't trust you to handle what I didn't like. Is is there anything that you didn't like? I mean, what's not to like? It's the Dallas. All right, shut up, man. Just shut up. I want to cut your mic. I'm kicking you out of the Zoom. Goodbye. Good guy. Oh, I don't know how you guys are putting up with that. Um, I I I want to fight him right now. Anyway, <clears throat> what I didn't like tonight. Um. <laughs> so he he mentioned THJ. So yeah, he he did step up in the first game, score 29 points, blah de blah, right? Tonight, he was 6 for 17 and 0 for 8 from 3. Let me repeat that. 0 for 8 from 3, 6 for 17. Uh, he had 14 points. Jalen Brunson took 11 shots. That's six less shots. And he had 22 points. THJ, it can be a black hole at times. Where sometimes it's cool to have him scoring. It is not cool when he's just firing up bricks. Especially when most of them are not within the rhythm of the, the game. So THJ... On my list of things I didn't like for the second game, at least. First game, at least the shots were going in. But, again, I, I, I my stance on THJ has been consistent. I, I would rather have somebody give me a steady 17-18 than somebody who can give me 29 and then go for 10 and, and miss every shot. Um, secondly, of course, KP's random-ass injury. How do you get a week off from basketball and then come back with an injury? There were jokes about him spending way too much time with his girlfriend and uh, making sure he didn't have the maxi bubble problem, if you will. This is me keeping it clean. Um, it, it's just very annoying when you've already got an injury history like he has. To come back from a long layoff, team was healthy. Like, that was one of the few things I said is, like, we were healthy, and now we're going to be even healthier. And he comes back with a back injury that out of nowhere and misses two games. Now, we were able to win both games, but it's still annoying when we're trying to still figure out things with him. Um, and so now we have to work him back in and he's going to pretend that he's never played basketball before. He's going to pretend he's never played basketball with these guys, at least whenever he does come back. So, uh, yeah, that, that's definitely on the list of things I didn't like. Uh, then of course, Maxi got an actual injury, uh, twisted his ankle in the Grizzlies game, did not play in the Celtics game. Uh, hopefully they took, kept him out tonight as a precautionary measure, dealing with a little swelling, whatever. And he's able to come back for the 76ers game. Definitely going to need as much beef as we can find. Pause. Uh, for this next game against old, uh, Embiid, uh, Dwight Howard, and the, the 76ers. So, and I'm guessing if Maxi does play, he'll get the Tobias, assi Tobias Harris assignment who's been hooping. Uh, some people consider him an all-star snub. Um, 
So definitely need Maxi back. Definitely need Maxi back. And then finally, uh, something I I since I let Optimus Bibbs take over the the Twitter handle, I would have said this on myself on the timeline, but I haven't got the opportunity. Our t- we're still playing games. We're still playing with our food. Um, the Grizzlies game again. We went up twenty. We kind of coasted for most of the game. I was waiting for it. It happened. The Grizzlies cut it to ten, and they had some great looks to get it even closer. They just weren't hitting the shots uh, because again, Luca was playing around. He we get up big and he takes his foot off the gas. He's not aggressive, and that's that's why he only had twenty one points. Um, again, it didn't cost us because the Grizzlies aren't a great team. Uh, but against good teams, they're going to come back. Uh, the Celtics tonight did that, for example. Uh, we went up, looked like we had the game in the bag, and foot off the gas. Celtics come right back. Now, they hit some crazy shots, but... Again, we we didn't have the responses until it was the very end, and Luca did Luca things, um, and so obviously we appreciate having Luca on our team. <laughs> um, with that said, we're gonna move to the stats portion of the pod, and I don't want to go through the full box score. So key things I wanted to hit again: Brunson tonight. I think Optimus Bibbs hit it earlier. Twenty-two, two and two. Um, Boban tonight played 13 minutes, had 10 points and eight boards, a team leading plus 13. And, uh, I know some of you don't like that particular statistic, but, uh, I don't know. It feels relevant here. Uh, gave us great minutes, had a, a very impactful performance. So thank you to Boban stepping up in the absence of KP and Maxi. Um, Josh Richardson, has been hitting threes. Uh, he was three for seven in the first game from three and two for four in the second game. So uh, five for 11 across this, these last two. So if he's hitting shots, that, that's a good thing for us. Um, the player of the game. So I'm doing players of the game. So one for each. I will give it to THJ in game one because, again, he did step up. He did hit some shots. He was looking quite unstoppable and then of course Luca in the second game 31 10 and 8 had the two clutch shots at the very end uh what's what's not to like about that right um let's take another break and then I'll go ahead and do the NBA news or news around the NBA and we'll get into our parting thoughts friends with so many people cutting the cord you may be looking for your next streaming option and i have a couple for you first is vidgo vidgo is a live tv streaming service that includes live entertainment lifestyle news and sports channels for about 40 dollars a month right now doing a special for 10 dollars a month for the first two months the service has locals from abc and fox as well as entertainment channels like Disney, Discovery, sports channels like ESPN and Fox Sports, as well as NFL Network and NFL Red Zone. 
If you're interested in checking out VidGo, of course, hit me up for the link. I can definitely get that to you and you can get set up today. If you want to browse the channels, you can do that right there on the site. Uh, additionally, Philo is another streaming service. It's actually one that I use. Uh, they offer 60 plus top rated television channels, including MTV, BET, AMC, Discovery, Food Network, OWN, Lifetime, TV One, uh, all for just $20 a month. Uh, Philo offers premium add-on channels, including Epics and Stars. They have live TV, unlimited DVR, on-demand, and content from top programmers are available on web browsers. They have functionality with Roku, Fire TV, etc., uh, all except the uh, first-generation Chromecast devices. They also offer a seven-day free trial for new users. So again, if you want to check them out, hit me up for the link. That's VidGo and Philo. And Philo I use to kind of supplement because uh, uh, my mom cut the cord as well. So she uses some of the Lifetime, Own Network, ID channel, stuff like that. And that's not on YouTube TV, which I also have. So... Um, yeah, just to, to check out the, the, the TV lineups, at least hit me up again. I can get you the link. And with that said, let's move on to our parting thoughts. All right, welcome back. Uh, let's get straight into this Mavs news or not Mavs news, NBA news. Uh, first thing, I don't know if you guys have heard, but the Mavs Outsiders podcast is quite lit. If you aren't subscribed, if you aren't listening, why not? Why not? Just go do it. Um, this last episode was quite crazy. Uh, me and Reese got into some some interesting things. I kind of hit record early while we were just talking about stuff. Uh, we talk about our bird phobias in the beginning. Uh, I somehow transitioned into a story about some trips to plantations where some interesting things happen. And then we started talking about Mavs basketball for a while. Um, at one point, I went on a rant about getting a player with some cheeks onto the Mavs. And uh, then we, we go into our regular scheduling, closing out programming. And I believe the uh, the, the weekly forecast is one of my favorite segments to do. Uh, I get to do my newscaster voice and uh, tell you what to expect this coming week. So let's see. Uh, if you have not checked out the Mavs Outsider podcast, definitely do it. It is available on all platforms now. Um, shout out to my man Dalton and my man Rolo for leaving dope five-star reviews for the podcast. I love y'all. Uh, anybody who has listened, definitely hit us with that five-star re review. Uh, if you if you listen to this podcast, hit me with that five star review as well. Um, if you haven't done it already, uh, second news story of the week: Paul Gasol signing with Barcelona, uh, looking to continue his basketball career back in his home country. So definitely happy for him. Um, Minnesota fired head coach Ryan Saunders. Uh, definitely saw the writing on the wall there. Uh, they somehow hired. Toronto assistant Chris Finch which was weird I've never seen an assistant hired off someone's bench in the middle of the season uh, someone said that this was the guy they wanted all along technically so whatever I'll have to accept that uh, but 
interesting move nonetheless. The Timberwolves have gotten off to a terrible start. They've had some COVID issues, injury issues. So um, don't know how much you can really blame Ryan Saunders for that, but clearly they didn't really want to give him that job anyway. Moving forward, my man, Sindarius Thornwell, was waived by the Pelicans. May not be big news to you, but it is news to me. Uh, the timing was terrible. He had just gotten into it with some Celtics fans for posting that he was smoking on that Celtics pack after uh, I think the Pelicans came back from down like 20 or something crazy to beat the Celtics. And uh, Celtics fans were spamming his social media accounts. Uh, and he was going back and forth with them on Twitter and stuff like that. Uh, and then, of course, he gets waved like that same day. So uh, hopefully he lands somewhere. Uh, I know they said that this was done for financial reasons. So uh, we'll see. I definitely don't want him back home because from what I can tell, it is not. The block is hot in his area. He's lost like three or four friends like in the past year from different shootings. So definitely not trying to hear about him, something happening to him. Uh, knock on wood there. So Josh Green was sent down to the G League. And it's hard for me to remember what I've talked about on this podcast because I have 12 podcasts now. But uh, <clears throat> Green was sent down to the G League. He made his debut today, 16.7 boards, four steals. He looked great in the first half, was a little bit out of control in the second. There were some plays where he was wide open and... The other guys didn't see him or didn't look for him because he's new and he's coming in like halfway through the season. Uh, hopefully that improves over the next few games, but they did get the W. So uh, they've got to pretty much win every one of their last few games if they're going to have a shot at the bubble playoff. Uh, what else do we have? <clears throat> Sorry, I'm distracted watching the Blazers and Nuggets go down to the wire here. Um, Kevin Porter Jr. in the bubble is a man amongst boys. Straight hooping. Looks like he can do whatever he wants at any time down there. Uh, very happy for him. Hope he stays out of trouble. And I hate that it's the Rockets that are going to benefit from this if he does. But uh, definitely pull it for the kid. Uh, All-star reserves were announced. And my man Vucevic got his spot. Happy for that. Uh, Zach Levine got his spot, which I was definitely hoping for as well. Zion is in. Donovan Mitchell and Rudy representing the Jazz. Uh, CP3 is getting his flowers with the not with the uh, the All Star bid, and then Julius Randle in New York. Um, also, all deserving. I really personally had no complaints. I mean, of course, there's like a couple guys that you could squeeze in there, but. Who do you take out is the question, and I, I don't think anybody deserves to come out. Like, nobody got in that didn't deserve it. Um, moving forward, the Houston Rockets released DeMarcus Cousins this this past couple of days. They uh, want to go small, and he doesn't fit with that idea. Uh, I know what you're saying, Christian Wood isn't small, but he's very athletic and thus can play small, basically, is the, the idea. Cousins is a big body kind of bulky center and finally the Kristaps Porzingis trade rumors so 
So it came out that the Mavericks might be quietly shopping Kristaps Porzingis initially. Then it was further clarified that we had reached out to the Warriors about a trade. Of course, the Mavs come out and deny that this occurred, but with the NBA, we know where there's smoke, there's some sort of fire, and it's hard not to believe that we at least spoke to somebody to gauge where his value was at. Um, It's a two-way street in communication, so just because the Mavs didn't leak the info doesn't mean whoever they spoke to didn't leak the info. Um, There has to be something there. Will anything come of it? We'll see. Um, But that does lead me straight into my parting thoughts and question of the night. And I don't feel like asking a question, so we're just going to keep it at parting thoughts. (laughs) If Porzingis is truly on the trade block, and if the team that we were looking to trade with is the Warriors, my question is what we would be trying to get. To match salary, we would have to include Oubre and or Wiggins. Uh, I'm not sure what Wiggins really brings to the team. I kind of... I mean, I think he's a better player than some of the guys on our team, but I don't know what kind, what new dimension he truly adds. Uh, I'm not, I wouldn't complain, but I still think we'd kind of be in a similar situation, except, I mean, Wiggins being healthier than KP, um, and maybe not being able to go off quite as much as KP. Uh, it is what it is. If we were to able to get Wiseman in that trade, now we're talking. Because uh, now we're adding a new dimension. We're adding a guy that can rebound and do some of the things that we currently can't do. And as a young piece to move forward with. So that's where it kind of gets interesting to me. Uh, we'll have to, Again, we'll have to see if anything ever comes of this. But as of now, it, 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 I mean, we've got, all, we got a month <laughs> of time before we uh, need to... We're going to know what this team is going to look like going into the home stretch. So... Uh, that's that's really I, I don't really want to go in on that too much. Uh, parting thoughts: I'm not surprised to hear that KP may be being traded. Um, and not even being traded, but that his trade value is being gauged. That it's clear he's not untouchable at this point in time. Um, and that, at the very least, is all I ask: is that he. Er, Everybody not named Luca needs to be available because we have to improve this roster and we have until the end of this coming offseason to do so before we're going to be locked into some issues. And they may even be gauging KP's trade value because they are aware that we're kind of limiting what we can do. And after this offseason ends, um, KP is the only way we're going to be able to make any moves to, to make any dramatic changes to our roster so they gauge where his value is now and you know if he plays out the rest of the season strong maybe we can ship him in the offseason type of thing uh if his value has increased so uh i don't know man what we will see i i don't enjoy speculating on these types of things because we don't know what's true and what's not and i'd much rather react to concrete news with some evidence tied to it uh, but it is what it is. Um, last thing that I wanted to hit. And um, I think Optimus Bibbs has made it hard to be regular Bibbs. <laughs> uh, I feel 
I feel like I'm I have no energy based compared to him. <laughs> but um what what I'll say is this. By beating the Grizzlies and Celtics, two teams that were 500 when we played them and earned every piece of being 500 based on the way they've been playing. And we're now 500. When I look at the standings, and I believe we're in ninth place now, when I look at the standings, we are officially ahead of every team that we are better than. Let me say that again. Now that we are 500, we are officially ahead of every team that we are better than in the West. We're better than the the Timberwolves. We're better than the Rockets. We're better than the Thunder. We're better than the Kings. We're better than the Pelicans. And we're better than the Grizzlies. I can say that and feel confident in it. Because I believe that we are better than those teams. I believe that we should be better than those teams. And I believe that we should continue to be better than those teams. That puts us in the ninth spot. So... My aspirations told me I wanted the five seed this year. But when I look at the NBA landscape, I don't know that we can catch these teams ahead of us. Now, the Warriors are another team that I thought we should be better than. But based on this KP situation, maybe not. So the Warriors are our next team. They are a game ahead of us. Technically two wins ahead of us. Uh, They're 17 and 15. We're 15 and 15. So... Yeah, so it, it, it's the Warriors, then the Nuggets, who are, they've been weird this year as well. But, again, I think they're still technically more talented than us. The Spurs, didn't expect them to be better than us, but everything on about them says that they are. They're the sixth seed at 16 and 11. The Blazers are not even healthy yet, and they're better than us. The Suns beat us and are more talented than us they're actually a game back from the lakers who are the three seed right now the clippers are the two the jazz are the one we're not better definitely than any of those top five teams the spurs nuggets warriors are iffy but appear to be better than us right now on paper uh so now is where we're we're in that zone where they need to prove me wrong uh, we're about to play two of the best teams in the East with the uh, 76ers and Nets back-to-back, the two best teams in the East, I should say. Um, so we're going to be tested. It would be nice to have Porzingis on the court. We'll see if that happens. Um, and I, I had to splice this, so this outro was done before I recorded this. <laughs> so uh, Enjoy. Once again, if you have not been checking out the Outsiders podcast, do that, please. But until next time, peace.